0: Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny, but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity, and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up, because your future matters. What is up, girl? Thanks for showing up here again at Financial Fixer Podcast. We are doing some March money madness in my uh, money mindset community for women, and I thought I would bring it here to the podcast as well. So I we're talking about clutter. We're talking about organizing. We're talking about prioritizing. We're talking about cleaning up our space so that we can clean out the fog in our brains and get moving and not be stunned and stressed and overwhelmed and stuck in our mess, right? So when I'm talking about messes, I'm not just talking about having a messy kid's bedroom or, you know, maybe a little bit of paper clutter on a desk. I'm talking about just you know, in every space of our lives, what's going on there that could be better organized. I'm not coming to you as an expert on this. I actually have no organization Bone in my body. I was not born with it. This is not something that comes naturally to me. I was. I didn't grow up in a messy house per se, but I did not grow up in an organized space. I can assure you that. And so, this was something that really impacted me. This impacted my life. This impacted my timeliness. I was, you know, tardy all the time. Um, Just whenever I just was just living a disorganized life and just. you know, buying stuff and had things sitting around, it was really affecting my my ability to prosper, I, I guess. And so I did not realize this when I first started to get my finances in order. When I fir- first started to organize my finances and declutter my money over time, as this started to take hold and I built the momentum and had that cadence going with managing my money, responsibly so to speak I started to declutter my life as well and clean up the mess around me it was just something that kind of went hand in hand with getting my money under control I also got my clutter under control so I actually wrote this blog back in September of 2019 which is pre-covid times um and I I thought I would share a little bit from that blog um that still applies. I mean, just because we're not going out as much, just, you know, actually, this actually, I believe applies a lot more. There are a lot more people at home and we we are dealing with, I won't get into it, but we're dealing with some uh mind issues some uh, mental health uh is becoming a huge topic right now i mean it always has been but this is something when you're um living a life where you're not getting a lot of interaction with people and you know things are not what they used to be there's a lot of uh problems with that you know that can come with that and when you're stuck at home and you're in a mess potentially this can also have an impact on your your mind and and your money so let me share a little bit from this blog that i wrote back in september of 2019 it's called costly clutter clutter is untidy messy and disorderly ultimately clutter impedes movement and reduces effectiveness whether it is physical or emotional clutter. It is the result of disorganized habits, but it's more than just a pile of misplaced stuff. It's money left on the table. Although it can't be measured, the amount of dollars tied up in disorganization is tremendous. So I went on to talk about how clutter diminishes our ability to focus, and for those with predisposed focus problems like yours truly, clutter becomes a monster. And we also don't directly notice the brain becoming overwhelmed, but our work results will. When we're overwhelmed and stressed and things are just in the way, and I don't know, we're in our own way, we don't get the results that we're trying to accomplish because we're stuck in a mess and we're not able to you know, execute on the things that we need to do. I think I'm gonna go ahead and touch on the mom guilt just a little bit here. This one's a tough one for me because it really impacted my life as a mother at one time. I would miss functions um, or maybe not miss a function, but be late you know, to be prepared for a function because I had uh, maybe a child's birthday party that was stacked up underneath some paper clutter, or I didn't, you know, reach in and and look into my child's backpack and check all of her appointments or open her book, um, you know, for what was going on and future things that were coming up in school, PTA meetings, so on and so forth. I'm going to go a little deeper here on the mom guilt. So what happens when we feel mom guilt? We overcompensate. So when I would fail at something, because all moms do, we all fail and, you know, make mistakes and miss things. And sometimes we're not on time. And what happens? We feel guilty because, oh, I screwed that up again. What am I going to do now? What I did was I would overcompensate. I would... You know, take them places, go out to expensive dinners, take them to Disney. And that didn't serve our future either. That took all my money, sucked me dry, and, you know, ultimately felt even more guilty in the end, right? So did I really fix a problem? No. None of it was fixed. It just got worse. And it was just a temporary, okay, let me make up for this and temporarily, you know, make my kids happy. But the reality of it was is that we we weren't getting any better. We were just digging deeper into this, you know mess. Let's talk a little bit about overstock. How much is overstock? Things that you have too much of costing you an extra monthly rental space, for instance. Do you have a storage unit that maybe you need to be going through and taking a look at what's going on and, you know, some things that, I mean, this it's one thing if you have a temporary storage unit because you're in the middle of a move or in the process of building a home or you have something that's, you know, a life event that's just happened, such as a death in the family. That's completely understandable understandable, but how long are we keeping those storage units? Are we holding on to them for longer than a year? And what's the reason? What's going on there? So is it something that we can, you know, get rid of uh, as far as a monthly cost? If it's one of the four D's, for instance, death, divorce, downsizing, dislocation, Those are all legitimate, present reasons for renting extra space, but let's get organized and reduce the use of storage units to short-term and stop feeding the nearly $38 billion industry. So I also went on to say, is it retail therapy? Or is it retail torture? A couple of my members in my community have, you know, we talk a lot about uh, these subjects. And some of them say, well, when I feel like I want to go buy something, I just reorganize my home. That's it's one of her tactics to Making herself feel uh, better about her space, you know, reorganizing space and you know finding things and putting them in different places and feeling like that that brand new feeling like you just bought something, you know. So that's an idea, Um, but just going out and spending more money to make changes to your space when it's it's really going to hurt you in the long run is not maybe not the right answer. And I know we're in COVID times right now, so we're not going out to as many parties. But in some places, things are starting to open up and we are starting to get out again. And this may apply to you. But what about, you know, this example? I can't find a thing to wear to that party coming up next weekend. So I need to go buy a whole new outfit and accessories. Listen, ladies, how many garments do you have with tags on them? Maybe none. I don't know. But don't answer that. The next time there's an urge to shop, consider discovering what you have, don't have, really want, truly need, and discard the rest. You may not have thought that I was going to touch on this, but what about those overdraft fees? Those are really fun ones, aren't, aren't they? So the banks, they're banking on our disorganized forgetfulness. As life continues to get busier and busier, right? Unbudgeted habits will allow our money to control our happiness and future goals and not in a good way. The effects of a cluttered mind causes oversights such as forgetting about that auto draft for that annual subscription for that thing that you bought last year. Oh my god I can't believe I wrote this but I still think it's funny. The Latin translation for bank is ripa. Be careful not to let the banks ripa you off and get on a budget. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know why I wrote that, but uh, well, back to my point, just be aware of the things that are being uh, taken out of your bank account, you know, especially on auto draft. It, this, is, this goes into the budgeting side of things, uh, but this, this declutter, it bleeds into our spending, you know, and the spending that we're not aware of that's taking place behind the scenes Can really affect our lives. And what about the savings opportunities that maybe we're overlooking? You know, what about high premiums? For example, car insurance premiums. You know, those companies are loving us so much. When you don't have the time or the energy to deal with insurance shopping because you're too stressed and in a mess, now we're five years into that policy, they're getting fat on our increased rates with every policy renewal. I'll try to land this plane really shortly. So let's talk a little bit about the pay stubs as well. That's another place to pay attention. I've talked about this when it comes to uh, finding more money and more room in your, I guess, more margin in the income that you're receiving. So pay attention to your pay stubs. You know, check on those insurances that are being charged. Uh, you know, when open enrollment comes, be a little bit more aware of how your insurance policy works and, and see where you can save money, such as getting in into an HSA program or an FSA. FSA. Also, your W four. Are you having too much taxes taken out or too little? Right. So, pay attention to those things because it could really impact the money that you're taking home. Okay, ladies, I will land this plane. But three things that happen when we work to declutter our lives, our homes, our space. One is we clear the mind fog. Two is we clear the space so we can be more productive. And three, the result of it all is we save more money and we can get wealthy by living an organized, decluttered life. I hope this brought value to you today. Thanks for continuing to show up here at Financial Fixer Podcast. I do appreciate you so much. And please, by all means, share, subscribe, shout me out, do a review. That would be awesome. It would absolutely mean the world to me. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon, girl. Bye-bye. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend or send it to five or 10. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at financialfixer, and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.